What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Will Smith with Red and Bold, and I'm your MTMV Sports Correspondent for your Kansas City Football Chiefs. So what's up, y'all? We got the divisional round coming up where the Chiefs will face the Texans at Arrowhead Stadium on Sunday. And by Sunday, we will know <clears throat> if the Chiefs win, if they'll be playing the Baltimore Ravens or the Tennessee Titans. So that'll be a game, you know, we need to watch tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? If you're interested in the playoffs, you definitely got to be interested in that and seeing who the Chiefs are going to face. Because if uh, the Titans pull off an upset and then the Chiefs win, then the Chiefs would have um, <clears throat> the AFC Championship game played at home at Arrowhead Stadium. And they would not have to go on the road. Now, uh, personally, I mean, I don't see the Titans beating uh, the Ravens because I think um, the Titans don't have as many weapons that are a threat. I think the easy way or um, strategically to beat the Titans is, you know, because like I said, they don't have a lot of offensive weapons. Their main their main weapon is, is Derrick Henry. Yeah, they have A.J. Brown, but I'd rather devote my resources to stopping the run to make sure Derrick Henry doesn't get off. You stop him and put the ball in Ryan Tannehill's, Tannehill's hands and make Tannehill beat you. But, you know, that's not what I want to talk about right now. But I want to talk about the Chiefs. I want to talk about the Chiefs and the Texans. Of course, um, <clears throat> Houston Texans fans are kind of upset because, yeah, you know, um, every, everybody's kind of picking the Chiefs to win, and they're like, uh, didn't we beat the Chiefs earlier this year? And, you know, you can't really look at that game, and, you know, Chiefs aren't the same team defensively. And, um, of course, Chris Jones was missing in that game, didn't play. Frank Clark was an injured Frank Clark and not a healthy Frank Clark, so he wasn't playing up to his own standards and up to the standards of which we paid him the big bucks for <clears throat> at the time and no one knew that he was dealing with this this uh pinched nerve in his neck and and so he wasn't fully healthy so he wasn't frank clark and now he's frank clark and chris jones <clears throat> and that's the only thing on the injury report injury report excuse me on the injury report to show that uh you know chris jones had a calf injury um, tweaked it in practice or something and then Travis Kelsey's on there with dealing with uh, some type of knee ailment and so um, I'm like come on man how we get a bye week and then all of a sudden you're injured and you're not healthy like what's really good you know ain't no contact to practice for real you know to the, the CBA and the collective bargain the collective bargain agreement between the players and so it's like I ain't even got contact. How you getting the injury on bye week? Like that's when everybody's supposed to be healthy. Everybody was healthy, and all of a sudden we pop up these two injuries of two key players, not just you know, <clears throat> not just other kind of role playing guys, but these are like key players, one on the defense and one on the offense. <clears throat> so I'm hoping it's just you know they're just listening because you know they have to, and it's kind of a tweak, and you know that both of them will play. <clears throat> So my hope is that both will play and be effective. But let's say you had to choose one player between Kelsey and Chris Jones, that if they could not play the one that you could possibly do without. For me, <clears throat> I say that the player that we could do without, you know what I'm saying, is and still make do is Chris Jones, if anything, because we're kind of, 
We're deep along the D-line. Yes, Chris Jones is a special player. It'd definitely be better to have him in there and rushing the passer and the effect that he has on the game. But if you had to pick between one, I would choose Chris Jones. Because like I said, we can still make do. We still got Frank Clark. You still have uh, Terrell Suggs, Tano Passion, uh, Kalen Saunders, uh, Derek Nadi. You know what I'm saying? We still have Mike Pinnell, or Pinnell, however you pronounce his last name. You know, um, we still have a good D-line and we, we can still get some pressure, especially the way Spags dials up blitzes. And so, and of course, yeah, we are missing Juan Thornhill. So, <clears throat> um, but I think either Kendall Fuller or Armani Watts can do a decent job, you know, back there. So I'm not, not as concerned about the secondary. You still got a honey badger back there. But if you had to choose one that you had to play without, and that was it, it'd be Chris Jones. Because Kelsey is such an intricate part of the Chiefs offense. And he's such a huge part of that offense, like, Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are two huge parts of the Chiefs offense. And yeah, we did go without Tyreek Hill for about four or five uh, games. And um, I think Hill came back around game six and didn't play play like 50% of the snaps. I think his first game back was when we played the Texans, I believe. But um, Kelsey's a huge part of the Chiefs offense and kind of that guy that and get you that third down and it gets he just finds ways to get open and you know he's he's hard to deal with you know what I'm saying he's one of the best tight ends in the league if not the best besides George Kittle but I'll take Kelsey you know what I'm saying um <clears throat> those are like 1A 1B and so we don't really have a tight end of that caliber at backup to come in and play as big a part of the offense like Kelsey does. Like we have Bell and Yelder and none of them equal up to what Kelsey does for the Chiefs offense. So if I had to choose, I would say, okay, uh, let's keep, let's make sure Kelsey's out there in that offense because that's just another weapon offensively that that defense has to account for on Sunday for the Texans. And the Texans have a weak pass defense. I think they're ranked like 29th in the league versus the past. They're way at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they're not good against the pass, and the passing game is definitely a strength of the Chiefs. And I love how, you know, Damian Williams has been injured a lot, and but it looks like he's healthy. He looks like he looks like playoff Damian Williams from last year. You know what I'm saying? He looks like the guy that can make some plays for us in this playoff game. And so He's looking healthy. That's a good look as far as running the ball and then also him catching the ball out of the backfield. Uh, Darwin Thompson. It'll be interesting to see who gets those um, <clears throat> uh, those other carries at running back because, you know, you know Williams is going to need a breather every now and then. Is it going to be, are you going to trust the rookie Darwin Thompson or are you going to trust LaShawn McCoy? And for me, I don't think Darwin Thompson has yet. He hasn't had a lot of carries, but he hasn't put the ball on the ground. And, man, my fear is like, Sean McCoy get out there. I know he can make some plays, and I know he he will be dynamic. But the thing is, is he going to hold on to the ball? And in the playoffs, man, turnovers are so magnified in the playoffs. Like, it's, it's another, like, you can't, you, one thing you don't want in the playoff game is a turnover. And it also shifts the momentum of a game. Let's say the Chiefs are 
They're up 10 points and they're driving. They got a good drive going. They're about the 40, they're on, I mean, the other teams, they're on the Houston Texans 40, 30 yard line. And then, you know, so we get the ball to McCoy and then he fumbles. And then Houston takes their ball down the field and scores. And instead of the Chiefs either being up 13-0 or 17-0, scoring a touchdown, now the game is 10-7. It's like, oh, good. I this game. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties, but I'm back. But, yeah, let's say, and then, so, um, let's say that happens, and... And now the game is 10-7, like I said before. So that's a huge shift in momentum and, and, and giving, basically giving the Texans some hope. And now they're back in the game. So that's my only fear about um, putting LaShawn McCoy in there and, and, and trusting him with the ball. Man, he got to hold on to the rock. And, yeah, I don't know if I trust him enough to do that. So he's more than likely... Maybe still in Andy Reid's doghouse, so we'll see how um, Reid handles that on Sunday as far as the running back duties. But I, I would think uh, Damian Williams is definitely going to get uh, a chunk or most of the carries, if not all of the carries. But um, he's not going to get all of them, but he's definitely going to get most of the carries. Probably 80-90% of the carries are going to go to Damian Williams. Um, I think the Chiefs are missing... Darrell Williams. I like Darrell Williams. He seemed to always get positive yardage. He very rarely got negative yards. And, you know, I think he, he may have had one fumble this year, but I like Darrell Williams. He ran hard and he had a physicality to him. And then I really, I really did like the Spencer Ware signing for us at running back because he's physical. And Spencer Ware can get those hard and tough yards and he can catch the ball out the backfield. And he's good at protection. And then. He ended up getting hurt again, and I'm like, that's the whole reason we let him go the first time because he's hardly ever available, and he's consistently injured. Like, golly, I mean, I like Spencer Ware but when he's healthy, but that's the thing. He's hardly ever healthy, man. You always get some type of injury, so that the, the, the Chiefs tried to address the issue of running back, um, <clears throat> but, you know, injuries happen, and so we rolling with Williams, Thompson, and McCoy. And I, I really like the way Darwin Thompson runs. So I'd, I'd rather, if I had to choose between giving McCoy some carries or Darwin Thompson, I'd give it to the rookie and just have to trust him in the situation to hold on to the ball. He runs hard, and I, I trust him more than McCoy to hold on to the ball and not fumble. So, <clears throat> but back to, um, you know, the, uh, you know, Texas fans getting upset you know, a lot of uh, analysts are picking up Chiefs, but then, you know, there are some people like, you know, we can't get upset the whole Deshaun Watson factor, but I think people forget that we have Mahomes and the Mahomes factor, and they're talking about, oh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, oh, Will Fuller plays, oh, no. Then Will Fuller played the first game, and, you know what I'm saying, he, he was there, you know, he dropped passes, you know. <laughs> he dropped a potential touchdown pass, too, but it was kind of a... Um, um, Watson kind of led him a little bit too much, so we had to kind of stretch out for us for so it wasn't a perfect pass. But we got Mahomes, so they need to be scared of Mahomes and our weapons. We have more weapons on the offensive side of the ball than Houston does. We have better players on the defensive side of the ball than Houston does. Yeah, JJ Watt is supposed to play, he'll be back. Um he <clears throat> and he will be a factor, but we've played JJ Watt before, you know what I'm saying, and won the game. 
And um, I trust our tackles. You know, Mitch Swartz, he's one of the best tackles in the league. Um, Eric Fisher, um, he's definitely an above average tackle. We see the difference that he makes when he's in the offense, besides it being Cam Irvin over there. If Cam Irvin was in the game, they would probably, the Texans would probably definitely take advantage of that like they did last time, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, Fisher is much better than Cam Irvin at that tackle position. So I feel good about our offensive line. We're playing better, you know. I don't think teams are recognized, you know, the league's recognizing that the Chiefs reeled off six straight wins and the defense has been playing like great, you know what I'm saying? We did uh, give up more points to the Chargers, but, you know, Phillip Rivers is going to toss that joint. They, the Chargers got talent, man. Melvin Gordon, Eckler, they got Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams, the Tyre, one of the Williams guys. And, I mean, they, uh, the Chargers also have talent. They had Hunter Henry, you know what I'm saying? So they had Chargers got some weapons. And so, <clears throat> yeah, they put up some points, but the Chiefs can one thing the Chiefs can do is they can put up they can put up a 30 burger on you plus more if uh Andy B really wants to in Mahomes. You know, we got a fully healthy Mahomes, which he was not the first time that they played. He was still dealing with that ankle injury, and you can tell <clears throat> when you watch his movements if you go back and watch the game that he was still dealing with that ankle injury and that it was kind of it was nagging him and just the way that he he moved he the way that he dropped back and the steps that he was taking you can tell that it was still bothering him and he was still balling like Mahomes played um with almost for almost half a season Mahomes played with an injured ankle and was still wheeling and dealing, still balling, but you can see that it's still affecting him, especially as far as his mobility and him getting outside of the pocket and throwing the ball on the run. You know what I'm saying? But he he's a tough man. I don't think Patrick Mahomes gets enough credit for being real tough um, <clears throat> and, and playing through injuries. You know, it was a point where he injured his uh, his hand too, and he couldn't squeeze the ball like you like you know what I'm saying like you want to. And the Chiefs had to. Uh, I can't remember which game that was that Mahomes injured his hand. I don't know if it was the Broncos, but it caused Andy Reid to change his play calling, and they had to throw more quick routes um, and get the ball out of Mahomes' hand quick. So he. They couldn't really throw the deep, the deep routes, you know what I'm saying? So that affected the game plan. But now we got a fully healthy Mahomes, MVP Mahomes, back at center. And I don't trust, you know what I'm saying? If I can have any quarterback in the league, man, I'll take my guy Mahomes. Maybe I'm biased because I am a Chiefs fan, but yo, I just, you know how they say Deshaun is special. Oh, and dismiss, um, the skewed stat of Deshaun Watson and these comebacks. Oh, we have 11 fourth quarter comebacks, whoop-de-woo, and they keep bringing that to the forefront. But basically what that means is that if you got to have all of those, you got 11, you got all of those comebacks in the fourth quarter, guess what? You're not doing your job that well in the first three quarters. That's what that means. That means that you're... <coughs> And Mahomes only has like what um, I think they said he only had like either three or five, you know, fourth quarter comebacks. But 
the thing is, that just means Mahomes is doing his job better. Most of the time, we have the lead in the fourth quarter. So there's no need for a fourth quarter comeback. And Mahomes actually would have um, a few more fourth quarter comebacks if not for a horrible defense last year that couldn't stop anything. It couldn't stop the run or the pass. And so there were times he brought the team back, scored, did what he did what he was supposed to do. But the defense, with two minutes left, three minutes left, couldn't get a stop on the opposing offense to seal the deal. And so it's been plenty of times where Mahomes is, <clears throat> even in um, the game, even in the game, I think it was the second time, the AFC Championship game, where they had to go to overtime. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, look at the AFC Championship last year. Mahomes has that clutch gene also, just as much as Deshaun Watson. Last year in the AC Championship game, um, you know, remember the, the Chiefs scored, and I was like, uh, it was fourth quarter, and we went up to take the lead, but I was like, oh, he left too much time on the clock. It was like two or three minutes still left on the clock when we scored and took the lead in the fourth quarter of the AC Championship game versus the Patriots. Tom Brady goes down the field, they eat up some clock, and they score, and they're up by three. Mahomes only had about 30, 40 seconds, maybe one time out to get down the field and get the Chiefs in field goal range. Guess what he did? He got the Chiefs in field goal range to tie the game up. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't a whole lot of time left. It was less than a minute. I think about 30 seconds, maybe a little more than 30 seconds. But he took the Chiefs down the field, two field goal range to tie the game up to go to overtime. But guess what? If the defense did their job, Chiefs would have won that game. And everybody knows what happened. But anyway, <clears throat> Mahomes is just not in position as much as Deshaun Watson is because he does his job for the most part for the first three quarters. You know what I'm saying? And so that's kind of a, a misleading when they throw that stat out there. Oh, he has 11 fourth quarter comebacks. That means uh, you were losing in the fourth quarter. <laughs> That means your first three quarters, you wasn't doing your job. So I don't like when they throw that out there like Mahomes just isn't this clutch guy. And Mahomes just has the Chiefs are typically winning in the fourth quarter and don't have to come back because guess what? They have a lead. So the other team's got to come back. So they be throwing that out there. I don't like how they throw that out there. They make, hey, stats, you can make stats look how you want them to look. But guess what? When you look at... Um, Man, I was watching the highlights of Mahomes. Listen to my, my Chiefs fans that are listening right now. Go back and watch 2019 season highlights and just watch the boy go to work. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, man, this, this dude is just crazy good. Like, he's amazing. Mahomes, is, <laughs> he consistently just makes throws. And the thing is, I think... Um, <clears throat> And I was watching one of the sports shows today, and I think it was like um, Marcellus Wiley on um, Speak for Yourself. He was talking about how Mahomes' season last season was so great that he set the bar so high on his first season that you don't really appreciate what he's doing this year. And granted, he played, like like I said, he played uh, almost half the season with an injured ankle this season. So people don't take that into account. But just he's a better quarterback this year. And the thing is, he also doesn't have to score as many points as he did last year because he does have a good defense that can 
um, that can hold the other team, that can get off the field on third down. He has a better defense this year, so he doesn't have to score 35 and 40 points to win the game. Last year, he had that pressure on him. Andy Reid knew that. You know what I'm saying? The defense was an Achilles heel, so you had to keep going scoring points. If you notice, when the Chiefs get a lead, two touchdowns, you know, double-digit lead, Andy Reid starts kind of calling the game a little bit conservative. Now, as far as this game with the Texans, that's not what we want. We want our foot on the gas. Let's go back to, let's put points on the board. You in the playoffs, get as many points on the board as you can. I think our defense can take it. I think our defense is good enough, much, definitely much better than last year to the point where they're not going to um, be on the field for a long time. Like, we can get off the field on third down. Spags is going to dial up some blitzes. And I think if we get, the key is, is if we can get Houston in third and long situations and force them to have to get long first downs, like a third and 15, third and 16, even third and 12, and uh, force them into passing situations where we can take advantage of our pass rush and hopefully Chris Jones will be playing, that plays into our hands. Because we have a very good pass rush and Spags dials up some some very um, exotic blitzes, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? He, and, and Honey Badger, we got the secondary back there. We got Breland, Charverius Ward, Honey Badger. You know what I'm saying? Fuller or Armani Watts. I wish Thorne Hill was still playing, but yeah, but I still, I believe in, you know, Watts and, and Fuller and Jordan Lucas and, you know what I'm saying, to play alongside the Honey Badger. And the Honey Badger going to have him straight. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's our X factor on the defense. And our cornerbacks, you know, low-key have been playing pretty great. Like, Charverius Ward has been playing real good. He's finally got Coach to turn his head around, and he's doing that this year. Like, where he wasn't getting his head turned around last year, the boy's getting his head turned around, making plays. Bashad Breeland, like I said, he is um, he is a, um, an improvement. <laughs> Maybe not the word I wanted to use, but he's definitely <clears> – <throat> better in the step up from Steven Nelson so I believe my boys excuse me uh dealing with a little cold my throat I gotta take a sip of water real quick hold on bear with me y'all bear with me real quick <coughs> I'm sorry I apologize I'm trying to get rid of this ah. mm-hmm. but I believe I believe that this is authentic y'all this is real right here boy coughing <laughs> But I believe in our secondary. <clears throat> Whereas last year we couldn't stop. Boy couldn't stop the cold. <laughs> but <laughs> I said cold. Anyway, they couldn't stop nothing last year, man. They couldn't stop the pass, couldn't stop the run. I think we're better versus the run than we were earlier in the season. I don't think Carlos Hyde, he's not going to get off. I don't see him getting off in this game. Yeah, he had a good game the first time we met. But that's not going to happen again, trust me. That's not going to happen again, especially with Terrell Suggs. He plays the run well. Frank Clark plays the run well. You know, and he's healthy, Frank Clark. Chris Jones, <clears throat> I don't see it happening. Mike Pinnell, <clears throat> Pinnell, 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 Mike P. I'm going to start calling him Mike P because I don't know how he really pronounce his last name. But <clears throat> I believe my boys, the key is that how our linebackers going to play. Linebackers got to step up and, you know, play well. But 
I trust Spags and the defense to make plays. We had two weeks to prepare, which I say a week and a half, whatever. <clears throat> but we've had time to prepare. So, Chiefs going to get the dub. Don't worry, y'all. Don't worry. Chiefs going to get this W. <clears throat> like I said, my, my score prediction is 30 to 14. That's my prediction. Chiefs get the dub, move on to the AFC Championship, and we'll be playing either the Titans or the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to go ahead and get off here because my throat is messing with me. <clears> throat> it's getting hard for me to talk. <clears throat> but thank y'all for listening. I apologize for coughing and stuff like that. I apologize. Wish me well. I'm trying to get better, drink some orange juice and water and stuff like that. But go Chiefs. We're going to get this W, y'all. See y'all at the AFC Championship game. Lamar Jackson. Oh, oh, did I say who I thought? <laughs> but yeah, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. That's what I think the AC Championship's going to be. Ravens versus Chiefs. But I won't be mad if it's the Titans and they got to go to Arrowhead because that'd be a home game for us. I would love that. Either way, it don't matter. We balling out. Go Chiefs. <clears throat> this is Will Smith, MTMV Sports. <clears throat> this is Kansas City football. Chiefs. Don't forget to like our page on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. <clears throat> And follow us and like us on um, Instagram. You know. <clears throat> but stay tuned. It's going to be a great football weekend, y'all. Great football weekend. Holla back.